Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday and where the hell we are? Well, as I recall, uh, we read Isaiah chapter 56 yesterday. We did. And in that chapter, I believe God was pretty nice and just talking about shit until he got to the watchman at the end. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, Fuck they y'all. fucking, they suck. Yeah. They they aren't on guard. They're they're doing shitty. Yeah. Watch them watchmen. And he's like, welcome outcasts and eunuchs and... Mm-hmm. And get in here. Right, yeah. It was like this more inclusive version of yeah. uh, Yahweh that we hadn't really, that we're, we're just now starting to experience. Right. Like, it, it's still, you know, fucking all over the place with regard to yeah. whether he's going to redeem people or kill them. But, yeah, you know, he, he's being more inclusive with more people. Mm-hmm. So there's that, I guess. Right. So Still kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that was Isaiah chapter 56. It was. Which means that today we're reading... Isaiah chapter 57. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. So we're about to hop into Isaiah chapter 57. Okay. But I am an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention something yesterday, which is actually very important. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chapter 56 from yesterday. Yeah, the one we just read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is the first chapter of the final section of the book of Isaiah. Oh, I 
I see. Often referred to as Trito Isaiah. Okay. Okay. And what is there something in particular that sets this apart or it's that's different about it? It's either written by a different author or at a different time or both. Okay. I'm not sure. Right. So, but yes, but it is, something separates it, which yes. we might get into more in our Q&A possibly. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going to definitely talk. Since we didn't prep real well for that. Right. Yeah, I I meant to say it yesterday. It's in my notes. I just somehow got distracted and well, you know how I am. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm an asshole. That's my bad. I take that. Okay. Oops. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we are in the the end bits now of Isaiah. I mean, awesome. Right? Yeah. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Ready? Proto, Dudu, Ro, and, and Trido. all. And Trido and all. Yeah. Um, The righteous perish. Okay. They do? Wait, they wait. Do. The righteous perish. And no one takes it to heart. Okay. O- okay. The devout are taken away, and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't oh. die because they were unlucky. They died because we're sparing them. Yeah. The reason that um, you lost somebody, don't mourn them. They they had to die because you suck. Right. They were actually righteous. It's all okay. It's yeah, all okay. It's okay. They're spared now. Yeah. They're in that wonderful place. You know the wonderful place? Mm, no, no, I don't I don't no, know the wonderful place. No. Do you know the wonderful place? I also do not know that wonderful place. I don't either. I'm I'm sure that religious people would be like, and there's a reason for that. But because people die, people want to believe in it real bad. I know. It's true. Yeah. I mean, okay, let's be fair for a minute. Sure. Who doesn't want to believe in their deepest heart of hearts that their loved ones, if they are in some kind of afterlife, are still somewhere and are happy. Sure, it's a beautiful, wonderful, poetic thought that you could have in your head. It sh- it is. I mean, when you think of your grandmother, is uh-huh. it more comforting to think of her as dead, gone forever, just rotting body in the dirt? I don't... Or is it, sometimes does it enter your head, well, if there is a heaven, I do hope she's up there. That actually never, and I'm being honest here, that never crosses my mind. I what I think of when I think of my grandparents in general that have passed away, I think of the things that I loved about them and what they like what I miss about them and how we interacted and the things about them that really, you know, shined. Like I mean, like my one of my grandpas would take us canoeing and I I really miss that and he said good night a lot. Like not good night, like good night. Like as a cuss word, you yeah. know? And I love that. Like I mean, those are the things I miss, you know? And my, my grandma, I mean, she cooked. Holy shit, she cooked. It was great. <laughs> it was so good. Always good. I mean, I, I don't know. And, and my, I could go on all day. But, like, it's the things I remember about people that make me, that make them still there for me. You know, they're viscerally there in my memories. And I don't need anything more than that. I, right. I'm happy to remember them for who they were and how they affected my life. Well, what if you lost a child? Again, I I hope that I would have the strength to remember them for who they were and how they affected my life. I, I want to remember the things that were positive, that were good, that were that were meaningful. You know, those are the things that I want to remember. And and again, as as you said, it's 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 very easy to want to have them be somewhere else that is wonderful and good, right? To still be, and then for that being to be 
good. Right, right. But the truth of the matter is the only thing that I really know, the only thing I can viscerally hold on to is the fact that they lived at some point and I knew them and they were a good person to me and they affected my life. That's the only part that I know. And that's the only part, that's the only part that I truly, truly care about because it's the only part that, that made, that, that makes an impact on my life. That, that, that changes who I am. That part where they were alive, that part where they lived, that was the part that made me somebody different, that affected my life, that made me who I am. Got it. So. All right. Well, I'm, I was just saying like, I could see how people would find it comforting. And again, I don't, I don't disparage that. I understand that want, that need to have them be somewhere else, somewhere still able to be thought of, still able to be, um, maybe see what you're doing. You know, you, you want that. You, you, you don't want your loved ones to go away ever, but I feel like the stronger, the stronger way to remember somebody is for who they were and, and how they affected you. That to me is the real, the real remembering, the real living on forever, the real, like if you tell a story to somebody about this person, that story continues, you know, just right. tell the story. Right. You really want them to live on. Right. So. I will say that when I think of um, people who have been close to me that have died, I generally don't think of the afterlife either because most of the people that have been close to me that have died have not been like super, super close. Sure. Like I'm sad that they died and that's pretty much as far as my thinking of their death goes so much as that kind of like you, I I think just of the person. You say that in a way that, that seems to leave open the idea that you, if somebody was closer to you, you'd want to believe I, differently. Uh, no, I, I'm saying that because I can't speak to that on with experience. Okay. All right. It's not a desire. It's, I, I don't know how I will feel if somebody super, super close to me were to pass away. I don't know how I, I think I would probably still just think of the person. I would like to think that, but sure. I've not experienced that kind of loss that right. I, that I can recall, you know? Sure. Um, I mean, I have miscarried and toward that end, I guess that's something I could speak to, but I don't think of that as an afterlife. I don't think of, I don't know. I mean, I just, say. I flat out don't believe in the afterlife. Right. And so I, it, it, that's not something that enters my brain. Right. I, and I have the advantage of, never really having believed in an afterlife other than maybe a childhood fantasy. Right. You know, like that was the extent of my belief in an afterlife was something that I heard from other people when I was much, much younger. But as an adult and as a young adult, I, I've never entertained yet as a, as a real possibility. I didn't know it to be like, I didn't know about it. So right. it wouldn't have been something that I thought about as somebody who was younger. And by the time it was introduced to me as even an idea, it was too late for that to take hold. Sure. And it sounds silly. Right. Right. So I, but I, I don't mean that in a mean way. Like, right. I just, no, I, I, again, I don't, I don't hold any, I don't begrudge anybody for feeling that way about their loved ones because it is a beautiful thought. I just, I don't have the room in my brain to accept that or allow for that because it's just not something that exists in my brain. Right. I, I've never, 
I've never known that idea that they're somewhere else. And I, 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 I honestly don't think having not grown up with that idea implanted in my brain, I don't know that I could really wrap my head around it. You know, like it doesn't really hold a lot of meaning or sense to me. I, I think the reason that I even am talking about this topic is because I am speaking from it from the outside in that, A, I was never introduced to the notion of an afterlife until I was a teenager. And by then it was kind of too late. Right. And, you know, the second point being that I haven't lost somebody that I was close to on a regular basis to miss them enough to want that to be a thing. So between those two points, I feel very much like I don't know that I can, um, I don't know that I can properly comment on it because I don't have that experience that you with your grandparents or you um, growing up in a religious community might have. Like, I don't have either of those points. I just, I feel like knowing you, and I'm sorry we're going off on a tangent here. No, that's what the show's about, right? um, I feel like knowing you that you you don't believe in God. You don't believe in an afterlife. I feel like your rationality would win out in the end, and you would not think of, you know, someone you loved that was close to you in the afterlife. It would just, you know, I, I don't. I don't feel like there's a need for it. I don't I don't understand right. the need for it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because really what afterlife is 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 you remember you you most of the time what I hear from people when they speak of the afterlife, they're speaking of their loved one as they remember them still but in another place. Waiting to hug you when you get there. Right. Like that's like when my mom talks about the afterlife, she always talks about people that she loves and misses, her parents. And how she can't wait to see them. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't that, I don't understand that concept. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand. I can't wait to see them. They're, well, and the, 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 because we can't allow for growth in another place that we know nothing about, those people that are quote unquote in heaven or whatever, they never grow. It's the same person you knew when they were alive. Right. Always. Whenever anybody is speaking about that person, it's always the same person. So the memories that you hold of that person are just as effective, in my opinion, as the idea of heaven. You know what that that concept reminds me of? um, The Disney, this is way off on a tangent. (laughs) The Disney movie Sleeping Beauty, where um, the baby is hidden away, Aurora is hidden away in a cottage in the woods with the three fairies, right? Mm -hmm. And for 16 years, they've kept her hidden away safely. And the witch is sending her minions out to find this child, right? And then right before Aurora's 16th birthday, the witch discovers that her minions are still looking for a baby. (laughs) Like, they did not know to be looking for every year a child that had aged. Right, right. That's, I don't... Out of of sight, out of mind. Right, like, that's exactly the concept that that brought to mind for Mm -hmm. me. You know, the not aging and the... The staying the same and yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get back on topic here. That was like a wild <laughs> tangent that came out of nowhere. Right. Okay. So those who walk uprightly enter into peace. They find rest as they lie in death. Okay. So sure. They they go to the heaven, I guess. Something like sure. that. Sure. But you, 
Come here, you children of a sorceress. Sorce? Damn, they're sorceresses. You offspring of adulterers and prostitutes. Oh, man. That's mean to children. Right. What is they? They didn't have anything Wait, to say about sorry, that. I, right? That's like, oh. what, you remember how it was just on the verge of not being a real insult when we were younger, but like calling someone a bastard. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I never understood. Like, I, even when I was younger, I'm like, so what? That's the... It, yeah. The kid had nothing to do with that. It wasn't right? their fucking fault. You bastard. Like, like, you person who was born out of wedlock. Right? Wait, what? Sorry? Yeah. Like, I didn't do it. Let me crawl back into the fucking womb? Right? I, don't, I don't know. Who are you mocking? This is yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to the, the bad children. Right, the adult the people that were born of adulterers and, yeah. and sorcerers and, and stuff. And prostitutes. And prostitutes, yeah. yeah. Who are you mocking? At whom do you sneer and stick out your tongue? Why are they doing that? Mm. Are you not a brood of rebels, the offspring of liars? Wow, that is just so presumptuous of... Bad begets you know bad. What? He, and, and, and I have to believe that being how how old the Bible is, like, it's... There were classes, right? And mm-hmm. if you were an adulterer, quote-unquote, or right. a, a sorcerer, for God's sakes, <laughs> that you belong to some sort of fucking subclass of people right. to begin with. So it you you were, you were not allowed worse. to become better. Right. And therefore, why not stick your goddamn tongue out of people? Right. Fuck you, you yeah. Know? Like, oh, no, you're going to label me something bad that I was already labeled just right. by being fucking born and living here. Yeah, yeah. Yuck. It's your own fucking fault. Yeah. I would stick my tongue out. Oh, uh, yeah. I do stick why my not? tongue out. Yeah. You burn with lust among the oaks and under every spreading tree. You sacrifice your children in the ravines and under the overhanging crags. I'm not down with that. No, don't. Don't sacrifice your kids. Don't do that, guys. Come on. Stop. Stop. (laughs) Stop with the child sacrifice. Not cool. The idols among the smooth stones of the ravines are your portion. Indeed, they are your lot. Yes, to them you have poured out drink offerings and offered grain offerings. In view of all this, should I relent? I, I don't know. Should well, you're you? God, so maybe you should relent. Yeah, you were very... I bet if you showed them love, love begets love. Right. I bet if you were nice to them and gave them a fucking chance in life. It's almost like he started to learn, you know, like bringing the eunuchs in and the, yeah. the you know, the, the outcasts or whatever the fuck they were or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like he started to learn, but he didn't get the full right. picture. Yeah. he's He's like... But not I'm... the children of prostitutes, though. <laughs> you you guys that got your dicks cut off, you can come in. But not you children of prostitutes. Right, yeah. None of that, please. Definitely no sorceresses. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You have made your bed on a high and lofty hill. There you went up to offer your sacrifices. Okay. Behind your doors and your doorposts, you have put your pagan symbols. Mm. That's where I put my pagan symbols. (laughs) Forsaking me, you uncovered your bed. You climbed into it and opened it wide. That sounds like you made your bed, now you got to lie in it. It sounds to me like they're talking about having sex, but. Oh. Forsaking me, you uncovered your bed. You climbed into it and opened it wide. Opened it wide. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Like leaving the bed open, not just just crawling into bed, but opening it wide. Ah, okay. Yeah, and he was just talking about adulterous 
people Got and it. you know shit okay. like that. So you made a pact with those whose beds you love. Yep, yeah, right. see? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and you looked with lust on their naked bodies. I mean, as you do. I was gonna say when I have sex, I look <laughs> on my partner with lust. I mean, I don't think that's really abnormal, right? Like you're having sex, right? You should look at your partner with lust. Yeah. If you are not feeling lusty when you are doing the sex, yeah, don't do the sex because you know you deserve to feel lusty. You know, one of the things I never understood. You know how some of the really the purity culture that's out there mm. with Christianity and yes. stuff, but like butt stuff's okay. You know, like what what it's, the fuck's up with that? It's not. It's not okay. Well, but like the loophole, it's better. The loophole. It's better than the the other version of sex, right? Well, but it's it is what it isn't. See, um, you're not supposed to do that, right? But it's bad. But if you're gonna do something, yeah, that's the one you should do. It's the poop hole loophole, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I'm like that's. You guys are being really fucking dumb. I mean, okay, so we've talked about what is it, soaking? I think right where yeah. where the the girl lays on the bed and the boy lays on top of her, ready to go, and the friends who are all there jump up and down on the bed so that when his penis enters her, it's not, not really their, his fault. It's not their his fault, fault or yeah, her right, fault. Yeah. What can we do? Yeah. We were just, just for the record, guys, this is not a good idea if you want to keep from having, you know, babies. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, and still be in the purity culture. Thing. I don't know who amongst you, whom amongst you has not had sex ed, but it's still sex. That is still sex. Correct. When when a penis enters a vagina or or other orifice, yeah, that that is sex. Right. And and. It could it could lead to pregnancy. It definitely could, yeah. So don't do it if just you're in, not. Just in case anybody listening doesn't know that. Look, no. if you're just gonna have <laughs> sex, have sex, and if you're gonna have sex, let it be lusty. You know, that's and, all I'm you saying. You know, do it safely and do it safely and consensual. Right. My God. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we've gone like we've talked about death and sex ed. And yeah. we're going like all over the fucking place with this I don't, I don't know why my brain is just all over the place. <laughs> you went to Molec with olive oil and increased your perfumes. You sent your ambassadors far away. You descended to the very realm of the dead. Ooh, first you went wow. up high, then you went down low. You yeah. went on the mountains and sacrificed your kids. And then you went down to the the dead. And you remember how they said we'd never hear Molec's name again? Because they weren't going to mention him ever again. Right? That's weird. Now, yeah, yeah, that is strange. <laughs> that is very strange. Um, you wearied yourself by going about by wait. You wearied yourself by such going about, but you would not say it is hopeless. You found renewal of your strength, and so you did not faint. Mm. I didn't faint either. Okay. Yeah. You know, there are a few times in my life when I have fainted. Have you? Yes. Um, when my sister was getting a shot. I used to be so squeamish that I just, um, I, I think it's because I have such an active imagination. Yeah. Like I can picture some things and, um, and I say some things cause there's other things that I cannot hold images of. Right. Um, whatever. That's a different topic, but, um, a needle going into skin is like, so offensive to me yeah that because it's piercing you right and so yeah i passed out Hmm. i fainted um another time i fainted was 
um, when my son got his ears pierced. Ah. I, I fainted. I see. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I'm a lot better now. I think I blacked out once on a, uh, Ooh, on a roller coaster. Oh, really? Just for like a second. But yeah, it, like I, it was, it was a really, it was like a loop-de-loop type thing. Oh, wow. And I feel like I, I, I'm pretty sure I blacked out for just like a second, like right at the top of the Oh, loop, wow. So. Have you heard, have you seen those videos of people, like they get into the, the ball and the ball, like they get, the ball catapults into the sky, right? Yeah. And then it like when it falls down slowly or whatever, um, like it's, it's on a stretch wire. And um, there are videos of people that they keep passing out all the way down, but they don't know. So they keep waking up and passing out again. (laughs) And like, they literally stop breathing. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's crazy. You haven't seen those videos? Uh, Not that I know. Okay. Well, I'll have to send you some. They're crazy. Okay. Ready? God's still talking about fainting and whatever. Whom have you so dreaded and feared that you have not been true to me and have neither remembered me nor taken this to heart? Is it not because I have long been silent that you do not fear me? You just answered your own question. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you've been silent. You turned your back on them. Right. You said so. Yeah. That is why they haven't feared you, you stupid. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. And the only person telling them about you is some crazy fucking dude named Isaiah. Who ran around naked a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I will expose your righteousness and your works and they will not benefit you. Okay. Okay. When you cry out for help, let your collection of idols save you. That is Cause, not Because nice. you've done such a great job, right? right? You're killing off the people that are righteous. You're like, I'm going to save them by killing them. Right. And what? Like, like this makes no fucking, he's literally, this chapter makes no fucking sense. No. no. Like, he's literally saying, I'm going to save people by killing them. I'm going to kill you for not having been saved or like, what? what basically, even... I'm going to kill everybody. Right. Really. I was like murder, basically. That's yeah. Which that much tracks, yeah. that fucking tracks. The wind will carry all of them off. A mere breath will blow them away. But whoever takes refuge in me will inherit the land and possess my holy mountain. You know, unless they die first. Whatever. Yeah, right. And it will be said. Will it? Build up. Build up. Prepare the road. Remove the obstacles out of the way of my people. Okay. For this is what the high and exalted one says. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. He says... I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. But, you know, not them prostitutes. Yeah, kids. those one, yeah, they, yeah they're they pretty. Know. They're too fucking lowly. Yeah. Yeah. And if you worship Moloch, it's right out. Yeah. Fuck so. you. Um, also, if you're on your period, go away. <laughs> I can't with you. Yeah. I will not accuse them forever, nor will I always be angry, for then they would faint away because of me, the very people I have created. Ah. You wishy-washy waffle and fuck. Yeah. Cool. This. No, this, he's, he's, he's bad. Yeah. He's bad. Yeah. I was enraged by their sinful greed. I punished them and hid my face in anger, yet they kept on in their willful ways. I have seen their ways, but I will heal them. I will guide them and restore comfort to Israel's mourners, creating praise on their lips. Wee! You literally hid from people. Right. Because they were... You were uh, so mad. What, what the... F- <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. Peace, peace to those far and near, says the Lord, and I will heal them. Mm. Will you or will you kill them? 
I don't know. Who knows? Who can know, right? I, it can go I, either fucking and that, way. That, that's just it. Like, I feel like these they're leaving this open mm-hmm. to interpret. Like, you could interpret anything that happens to anybody as any number of things because they've left it open to all of the possibilities in any given instance. If you live and you're good, it's because I wanted you to live because you're good. Right. If you die but you're good it's because i wanted to save you from all the bad right if you live because even though you were bad then um i was using you as a tool for somebody if you're bad and you die well of course you had it coming right like yeah there is no you can literally anything can happen right and you can attribute god to it according to the bible right that we've read so far yep it, it everything is covered yep and it's bullshit. And no, like everything is covered because nothing is covered. Right, right. Because it's bullshit. Because it's <laughs> yeah. absolute bullshit. Nonsensical. But the wicked are like the tossing sea, which cannot rest, whose waves cast up mire and mud. There is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. The end. Mm. Ain't no rest <laughs> for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. All right. Well. So you that, never let me see. Well, I mean, you know. We I, did I, go off on tangents. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So that was Isaiah chapter 57. Sure as fuck was. And that means that we'll be back tomorrow with. Isaiah 58 in the Trito Isaiah section of this book. Actually, hold on a second. Oh, shit. Today is Friday. It sure as fuck is. So yeah. actually, tomorrow we'll be back with... Q&A Saturday. And I apologize. Yeah, I was not you, paying attention. You fucked me up. Well, I'm used to ending... Like, we we got screwed up earlier in Isaiah. Yeah. And we started ending on non... Non-multiple Denominations of five. five. Yeah. And so I'm, I was kind of fucked We're up. Off. Yeah, yeah, I was off. Yeah. But yeah, it's Friday, so tomorrow's Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Q&A, Q&A Saturday. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.